Hello and welcome to the Dan and Joe Film Show end of year special. It's that time again, folks, where we look back over the last 12 months of the year 2021 to pick out our best and worst movies of the year. And as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime. This year would have been a lot harder without this guy. Harder in more reasons than one. It's Joe Richards. <laughs> I knew you were going to go down that road. You thought I was going to be sentimental. No, I really didn't. As soon as I heard the word hard, <laughs> harder, I knew where it was going to go. Brilliant. I, I knew where it was. I'm go. glad you know what to expect of me. Well, now. you, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I know where I stand with you, yeah. don't I, Dan? Which is, which is a good thing, I guess. <laughs> Definitely. But end of year. Yes. Can you believe we are at the end of 2021? I swear, <laughs> it feels like yesterday that yeah. we were back in January. Yeah, I think time starts to go really quick. I don't know if it's because of COVID times mm. or because. We're getting older, mm. um, but oh. time seems to well. <laughs> you're getting old. You're you are getting older. Dan. I know. I'm not an eternal youth anymore. I know. No. I'm, I'm not 22 like no, I said. Tell how myself. it works, right? You age. I know, but what I'm saying is, you age like a fine wine. I do. I do. I age like a sardine fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, I recently made a Christmas visit to mm. one of my grandmothers who through various circumstances I haven't seen in 15 years. What? Yeah, 15 years. It sounds years. like an episode of Long Lost Family. Yes, Davina McCall oh, was standing you? outside. Yeah. And um, she was. She couldn't get over how handsome I was. She really couldn't get over. Well, she couldn't say you looked like a piece of her words. Her words were, I can't believe how you've come along. Oh, <laughs> and that is peak compliment. Because I was on. I was so, yeah, totally nerdy and everything growing oh. up. So, you know, I, I do feel like I age like a fine wine, actually. I agree. That's so nice, isn't it? It is a, nice. And it who knows, nice. in another 15 years, you might be even hotter. Well, I'll have full George Clooney, Silver Fox here by then. Yeah, Oscar Or maybe, Isaac, uh, yeah. what's his name off uh, this morning? Phil. Phil Scott. <laughs> Silver Fox. Yeah, I think Phil's okay for now. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, funny. Funny. Um, so yeah, it is the end of the year. I can't believe how fast time has, has gone, but yeah. I do love these shows. Yeah. Um, and what's good is obviously we, this is the um, second time we've done this. We do our mid-year show, don't we, in, in around June, July time. And it's interesting to see what's changed. Yeah. Um, for you, without spoiling anything, has anything changed film-wise? It you? has. I'm trying to remember if there were any big changes mm. last year. Yeah. I don't think there were, to be honest. I mm. think my mid and end of year films were pretty much there. Mm. Um, this year, there has been a change, a last minute change. Oh. Um, oh. But one that I'm very happy with. What about you? Yes, for both. Okay. For both. You know, I think the mid year, it was hot, it was sweaty in the summer. I wasn't thinking straight. Now, <laughs> now I'm in winter. <laughs> I'm moody, I'm grumpy, and I'm, oh, you know... we're thinking so. What, what do you mean by that? Well, I, I, I think there were a few, you know, diff, diff, I would have chose differently. Um, you know, namely, Judy Dench and that film that we're not going to talk about. I still love what, it. Six seconds to, to midnight. midnight. Yeah, I, I think I watched it with my mum during lockdown, yeah. and I think I saw Judy on screen. I was overcome with emotion. And I got a bit hysterical. It was the lockdown. It was hysteria. The lockdown. Yeah. That's what got I you. love that film. 
it's not my favorite anymore. Yeah. And I knew that pretty much the day after I heard <laughs> the show. Yeah. I was like, oh, right. I said, oh. no, honestly, I think I knew something was going to beat it. It was one of yes. those cases. Whereas yeah. last year with Waves, it was my favorite the whole way through yeah. because of my experience with it in the cinema. Yeah. Um, with, 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 with that film, I knew it was going to change. I'm very happy with what I've chosen for both. Yeah. Um, one, yeah, I'm not going to spoil too much, but um, yeah. yeah so well, I, I was very surprised that mine changed last minute because I was pretty sure that mine were going to stay the same. Mm. I, I I struggled to think of a film which was going to come out of the blue and top uh, my mid-year choices. Um, mm. But but uh, yeah, one has. So it's very exciting stuff. Hold on to your seats, folks. So without a further ado, do you want to kick it off with your worst film of 2021? Yes. So my worst film of 2021, <laughs> let me just, yes, it is still music. Oh, what? I literally thought you were going to change it then to something no, else. No. Oh, I'm sorry, Sia. Sorry, Sia. Sorry, Sia. Do it again. You always do it every time we bring it up. <laughs> well, I did Shandy last time. Should I do one of the songs? Yeah, I've, I, I've never heard any of the oh, music. Oh, well, so he, I, I hold on to your seats. Your... I am titanium. Oh. Ah. Yeah, there we are. Thank oh you. Oh my God. Thank you very much. I am much. never listening to her music uh, ever again, nor am I going to watch music ever again. Mm. Yeah, weirdly, again, I, I watched this, I think, as we were going into lockdown. Yeah. It was very early on in the year. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It was very like early February, on in the year. It? Yeah, and we were going into lockdown. <laughs> this is just what you needed, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> And I think maybe that impacted it. Maybe mm. that made the whole experience even worse. But yeah, uh, music uh, from Sia is, is my worst film of the year. Then it was your worst in the Midway show, wasn't it? And it I, was. I want to ask something. So when you saw it, your review was, if someone said to me, relive COVID, oh, lockdown, or watch it again, I don't know what I'd do. Now, have you thought more about that? Would you know what to do at this point? Um, was it still like really the tough? thing with lockdown is mm. you can sort of enjoy it you can make make of it what you will so you can you can you can have a snuggly blanket you can you can watch what you want yeah but with music there's if I had to watch that again <laughs> there's nothing you can do there's nothing I can do what about that. a couple of glasses of wine no, no I think that'd be even worse uh, I think that'd be even worse well I I, I think I'd rather sit through a trial film than it three months lockdown but that's you know but I get your point I yeah. think there are some films out there which it is unbearable it is like physically unbearable <laughs> like and were I you having spasms this. on the floor were you no I, I like I, I remember having my head in my hands mm. you know that sort of physical like oh I just need to like when your body is like telling you to run <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you need to get out of this situation that's yeah. how I felt like my body I would like I was twitchy I was on edge I was mm. like I can't, I can't be dealing with this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's written and directed by Sia, who is a wonderful musician. Yes. Um, I, as, as I've been told and serenaded by Dan. Mehdi Ziegler um, puts in a performance of a lifetime. Yeah, Golden as, Globe winner. Yes, as the uh, titular music. She is on the spectrum, very much on the spectrum, uh, autistic. And um, it's about her relationship with uh, Kate Hudson, um, her sister, Zoo. Mm. Very trendy name for the sake of being trendy. Yeah. And it's all about the, her relationship. And it's about, you know, Zoo is, uh, is, is like a former drug addict and being heavily involved in, in not very nice things. 
and, and it's about the relationship and how they you know come together and it's about life shown through the world of music and 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 the eyes of a autistic young lady here's a clip i need a hundred a hundred and five hundred did you get what i needed Wow, these are pretty. Which one is gonna make me feel like less hostile? Blue. Ow. Before we get started, you got my money? What does this feel like? It's a little late. If you don't give me what I need, then I have to do something bad. I don't want to do something bad. Do you understand? I'm gonna get your money. Knock back. Surprise! Wow. Your grandmother left these papers in case of emergency. She didn't happen to mention a will, did she? Dear Kazoo, there's no money. There is, however, a magical little girl, your sister. All she's got now is you. She can understand everything you are saying to her. And if you are happy, press this one. I am sad. Very funny, troublemaker. <laughs> she sees the world in a completely different way from us. We're about to have a pool party. I am happy. How many days clean? 30. We'll just see about that, won't we? Damn it. You are on probation. Yeah. You can do this. I'm gonna help her just like she helps me. And I'm actually learning how to love. Because I love her. So this film, when it came out, we were very excited to talk about because it was it was the first sort of proper controversial mm. film of didn't take of long, did it? It was like, give it a man. Yeah, and I think and I think there have been many controversial films. Like you find it now with everything yeah. is controversial, and it's anyway. always an aspect of a film, isn't it? It's not inherently the whole film, but it's exactly always like yeah. in the Heights, which we may or may not be discussing later on. You know, apparently there wasn't enough representation, and there's always an aspect of controversy, especially with big films these days. And I only knew about this controversy mm. through you mm. because you'd sort of been keeping your eye on, on it. Mm. Um, so going in, I was um, eager to see if you know the controversy was warranted or not and I, I absolutely think it is I think uh, you know it's so poorly misjudged the film Maddie Ziegler her performance is just dreadful it's shockingly bad and it's like she put no research into playing that type of role I know there's that conversation about, you know, you should only have, you know, people, you know, like uh, gay people playing gay people mm. and so on and so forth. You know, I'm not sure if I buy that 100%. Dustin Hoffman played an autistic mm. person in Rain Man. I love his performance. But the difference is he's a master of his craft mm. and he went out of his way to research the condition and put in an outstanding performance. Although, I, I mean, I'm sure they're probably... You know, people within the autistic community who probably feel his performance is ill-judged. Mm. But I can't imagine 
you know, that they're happy with uh, Maddie Ziegler's performance at all. I read an article or I saw a video where she said that to research the role, she just watched like YouTube videos of like autistic children freaking out. I mean, that's the extent of the research which went behind her performance. Mm. The way the plot develops and there's so many different threads running through it. I mean, there's a thread with like the, the neighbor kid Mm. The weird neighbour kid, can I call him weird? He's a bit weird. Oh, he's all right. When you get to know him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no spoilers, he does die in the film. He does, so, he does. You know, he does get smacked down. But he's, he's a bit of a strange one. And mm. then you've got, you know, you've got Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. But that plot thread as well takes a turn. Mm. It's like, in a way, it feels like Sia was deliberately trying to be controversial. And she was trying to... Um, you know, poke the bear a little bit. That's how I feel watching it. Mm. I mean, I haven't revisited it since mm. um, and I don't intend to, but I just thought it was j- just like dreary and I, it just took all my energy, sucked the soul mm. out of me, my very being. And that, I just that thought, takes some doing. Does. It really does. Musical numbers were okay. Mm. Actually did hear one of the songs out in a Starbucks, I was think. Was it? Oh, together we yeah, can take yeah. it higher, and that's good. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, do yeah. feel like they say was... that for the end, don't they? And you go, oh, well, why, did, <laughs> yeah, why didn't you use yeah, that yeah. before? Yeah, and I do feel like, I mean, if you're going to tackle it as a musical, mm. obviously there've been far better musicals out this year as yeah, well, which yeah. doesn't help. Mm. And in a way, I feel like maybe if Sia had all these ideas, I feel like maybe it was a concept album in there, maybe, mm. and maybe a number of music videos which maybe tied together. I think maybe that would have been a cool concept, but I think what she's done just didn't work for me at all. I did find it offensive, really. It left a bad taste in my mouth. And when it cro- when a film crosses from just being poorly made, because I don't think it's necessarily poorly made in terms of cinematography and stuff, mm. but when it crosses from being poorly made to offensive, mm. that's when it's hard to digest. So mm. I didn't like her at all. And there have been some other stinkers this year, mm. which I just will mention very briefly. Mm. Uh, the Woman in the Window. Oh, was that the next one? Yeah, oh. Deadly Illusions. Oh, that was that was lower than Deadly Illusions. Yeah. <laughs> um, locked Down. The Bollywood version of Girl on the Train. Yeah. Did you see that? I got halfway through. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Um, Thunder Force, which yeah. I didn't Ooh, like. Again, Netflix. Uh, and... Yeah. And um, Space Jam, A New Legacy, okay. which, I, which, which of all those films, Space Jam's the only one I saw in the cinema. Yeah. And it probably is like the worst cinema experience yeah, I've had in much. 2021. Yeah. But that was mine, music. Mm-hmm. Please feel free to go watch it if you want, but don't blame me. Well, I was going to say, I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's, but I've seen that film twice. <laughs> yeah, and you, you didn't love music, no. but you thought it was better than maybe... I tell you what, I think in the years that I've been alive, I can only think of a very few films where I think I watched something very different. I'm not saying music is a masterpiece at all, but I will say this, I, I think it is misjudged. But I don't think it's been spirited. I don't think even watching it a second time, Sia deliberately tried to cause offence. I think we live in a very difficult world where if you do make a piece of art that offends a group of people, 
you will you will get absolutely hunted and trolled. And that's what happened to her. She got sent death threats, you know, she, she had to leave and Twitter. And that's wrong. That's, that is yeah. wrong. And that you is wrong. Because I, I, I believe art is art and it should be about creative freedom. And you, I mean, God, this sounds like human centipede. <laughs> like, since, you know, there's people with ass to mouth going on here. Like, you know. Ass <laughs> to mouth. Yeah. Like, you, know, they, you can make whatever you like. And it's, a, it's a, you know, subjective, isn't it? And for me, I thought that in somewhere was a good film. I think Leslie Odom Jr. is very good. I think he's the only one that kind of escapes this, and I can see that his career hasn't been affected by it. I like Kate Hudson. I know people disagreed with her being nominated. I do disagree with that. But again, there's kind of, she's trying to go for like an indie Sundance film here. But you're right. I think it had to choose. It had to either be a musical film with those song dance numbers and take the autism out of it. Yeah. Um, Or she could play as a strict drama and still take the autism out (laughs) of it. And make it about this drug addict. Yeah, Kate had yeah. said, I totally agree. And I and I again I I didn't I didn't hate Mighty Ziegler because like I said, she was she was given the script and Sia is to blame here. Um, like I said, but I didn't think it was hateful, I didn't think it was mean-spirited. I, you know, I think obviously the autism community have had their say on it. And there was a point where they wanted to ban anyone watching it. And, yeah. I, and I, that's something I, to this day, you know, there's films I've hated, there's films that I found incredibly offensive, but you can't just start saying this ban this film and no no i agree with but that. yeah I, so that's the only thing really but i take on your point and you are not alone oh boy you are not <laughs> oh, I alone that. but yeah good choices there my worst film it sounds like a bit really cheesy compared to yours and i can see it wasn't anywhere near down your list which i was surprised by so oh, i'm um, excited for this now again couple choices for me yeah. lockdown being one yeah um because i found that dreary and i felt like it was really talking down to us during a time where we were locked down exactly music fair enough for, for me, it was a real tie between Space Jam and another kid's film that we watched this year. Oh, okay. Um, but I've gone for this because I thought it was absolutely pointless. And I honestly, it, I mean, it's shorter than Space Jam, but it felt just as long. So I've gone for The Addams Family 2. Oh, um, and wow, I, I know okay. you didn't hate this, but and I, I don't think we even spoke about it afterwards. No, we kind of I just don't wanted, think we did. Yeah, and again, this could have been something where it's like, oh, that's fine, and we left. Yeah, I like the first Adams Family film, the animated one. Yeah, Amelia, my girlfriend, hates it, and I and I, I for me, I thought it captured some of the essence of the the TV series and the original films. Yes, it was dark at places, which I really enjoyed for a kids' film because I think everyone who went to see it wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and I thought it was fine. And and again, it's on Netflix. You can watch it. No one ask for a sequel i mean when they announced it i was like what i was like it doesn't make any sense <laughs> more so they've decided in this one to take on a family vacation which i feel like every animated sequel does it nowadays does, yeah. um and again the plot in this one is all about wednesday adams who yes she's i guess the most interesting but she's kind of you know been through it all anyway so voiced by chloe grace Moretz. um and the story is basically about was Wednesday adopted? You know, did they mix up the babies at birth because she doesn't feel like she's part of this family? So they decide to go on this vacation to find out. Here's a clip. This is the third dinner Wednesday has skipped this week. Why is she avoiding us? All I ever do is try to love and support her. Gomez, I think she's saying that's the problem. You're brilliant, Caramia. What? She's trying to tell me that what a young girl wants is a ton of attention from her father. Or you could just keep being yourself. Let her come back to us when she's ready. But that could take forever. <gasps> I have the very solution to the problem, Karamia. We'll take a family road trip. What? You've always wanted to see more of this great country. Well, it's true. 
We have some of the best dark secrets, as countries go. Then it's settled! We are going on an Adam's family vacation! That was a clip there from the Adams Family 2. Like I said, great cast with this. Oscar Isaac, you know, your alter my, ego. My my doppelganger. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no one said. Um, Charlie's Theron. My goodness me. I mean, the cast. Snoop Dogg. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on, people. I mean, yeah, the role of a lifetime. The role of a lifetime for him. Um, Forget just, the Justy dads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it, it, just from start to finish, they did everything wrong. I mean, they didn't make it dark. They didn't make it have like kind of really kind of gross, kind of creepy humor yes. that the first film. They wanted this vacation. And I'm, oh my gosh, it just went on and on and on. And I turned to you and we were halfway through <laughs> and I felt like I was in a marathon and I couldn't finish. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, did, you did duck out for a, for a, a fake week for a fake week for class of 10 minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, the staff were getting worried, <laughs> we're gonna call the police. I, I kept going back and washing my hands and then going, <laughs> Yeah, it was honestly so dire and dreary. And you know what? Kids deserve better because I know Space Jam was awful, but at least you had the Looney Tunes, at least you had the Warner Brothers properties there. With this, oh, it should have never been made, it was so unnecessary. I regret it so much. And I know it's a kid's film and I never do kid's film, but this was particularly awful. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it lacks the originality. The fact that literally Mm. Hotel Transylvania are doing this, have like done the same thing. It lacks originality. I just thought Mm. it it, it was fine. I mean, I didn't hate it. I didn't think there was anything to hate, but I totally take on what you're saying. Adam's family should be dark. It should have that creepy, mm. kooky thing going on. And that was missing uh, all the way through. Yeah, I mean, if, if you chucked in some seer in there, I think I would have liked a bit more. Maddie Ziegler, <laughs> bring her along. Bring her along. Oh, there we are then. So that was our worst. Yes. Um, now on to our best of the year. And I think both our choices have changed, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Yeah. So take it away. Mid-year, mm. uh, my favorite film was In the Heights. It was just for that soundtrack. Yeah. And I mean, it still it is number two in my list. Mm. It is still, I yeah. think, the film of the summer for me. Mm. Seeing that in a packed out crowd in the summertime with that yeah. soundtrack, those bops, the color. I just think it was it was one of the best cinema experiences of 2021. But a film came out of nowhere uh, recently, mm. which I was didn't really have a lot, didn't know a lot about it beforehand. No. Um, had no expectations going in. And I just was transported and I ended up leaving a blubbering oh. mess. And this film is Come On, Come On. Well, come on, come on. Come on, come on. <laughs> Uh, by Mike Mills, mm. um, written and directed by Mike Mills. And I, I must confess, I could just sit here and, and bull and say, you know, but I've not seen a lot of his previous work. No, I um, but too. I am very excited to uh, go back and visit have a look. his catalogue, yes, his filmography. Um, 20th Century Women, which was his previous film, mm. had a lot of great buzz when it came out. But it was mm. one of those where it wasn't really playing in the multiplexes and I couldn't get to chapter or whatever, so I missed it completely. Um, but I will definitely be seeking that out um, after this. The plot here, uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays Johnny, and he basically it does sort of what we do, but only professionally. <laughs> uh, he basically does uh, radio journalism. Oh. Um, he goes out and it basically starts 
of this lovely sequence where he is interviewing children about what they think the future holds for them. Oh, what an interesting piece. Interesting mm. piece. Uh, black and white, uh, monochrome all the way throughout. Mm. Then we basically uh, see him in his hotel room. Mm. Uh, he uh, makes a phone call. Uh, the phone call is to his sister, uh, Viv, played by Gabby Hoffman. Um, they haven't spoken in 12 months. We find out that that is because their mother recently passed away. Uh, she had dementia. Mm. Their relationship with her was put, you know, to the tests and strained because of their different ways in handling her dementia mm. and obviously the aftermath of her death her husband isn't go, going through a good time she's not her husband now is having a bit of a mental breakdown oh um so she needs to go and take care of him but while she goes cro- across country to do that because they're they're separated mm. she asks johnny if he'll come and look after her son his nephew Jesse, played by the fantastic Woody Norman. Mm. And basically what follows is a very lovely, very touching piece about a man and his nephew building a relationship and traveling around um, America, basically recording this uh, show about what the future holds for children. Mm. Here's a clip. So should I call you like... Papa or Dad or just Johnny? You can call me whatever feels comfortable to you. I, I, I don't know. It's just I'm not used to being able to choose. Maybe we can just take this process slowly and and, and see, how, see how it feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just really sorry that your children died. Um, you know, I don't think I can do that part. Yeah, I, I told you that's how me and mom do it. If it makes sense for your mom to do that, that's cool, but it doesn't make sense for me, and that's what oh, I was explaining to you. Why does it make sense for you? Because it's, it's ridiculous. Is it? It's sad. The question is, why do you want to do it? You are just terrible at this. Oh, man, I'm trying. Let me ask you a question. Why does everything have to be like this kind of weird, eccentric thing that you do? I know, but why not just do something normal? Like everything in your real life. What's normal? Okay, fine. Good point. Okay, there's a clip there from Come On, Come On. And uh, come on, come on. Come on, come on, (laughs) come on, come on. And yeah, it's my favorite film of the year. Like I said, came out of nowhere, came out of the blue. I'm so happy that it did. Like these are the best films where like they just come out of nowhere mm. and uh, it was very much the same with waves for mm. you as well last year i imagine yeah, totally. you know that film for me just came out of nowhere and mm. just blew me away and yes. this was 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 the same obviously 2021 has been a, a rough year it's been a tough year for, from a personal level yeah. and you know i am a firm believer and this film is just basically uh, rejuvenated that that opinion and firmed up that opinion that you know cinema can you know save lives yeah. and it can make people feel better Amen. and it and and it can touch people on mm. you know have a, a profound impact mm. on people um other than just sort of you know sat there sort of you know yeah 
glaze over um, mm. entertainment. And this film sort of did that for me. It's sort of the right place, right time sort of movie where not only is it about a relationship with the man and his, uh, you know, nephew, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to have three nephews and a niece who I love dearly. You know, mm. I consider them like my my firstborns, mm. um, which, which is lovely to see. And it captures that essence yeah. of like a sort of father-son relationship, uh, uncle-nephew uh, relationship, where at the beginning it's all fun and, mm. you know, they, they enjoy enjoying like the, the crack, as Hamish would say. Yeah, the what's crack. the crack? And then there's a moment about halfway through where Wagon Phoenix like sits on a bed and he's just like, I'm so exhausted. Yeah. And it captures that, mm. that, that relationship mm. really beautifully. And like when I, I saw it with such a good crowd and they were laughing and mm. all the right places and at that moment. Um, so not only is there a lovely relationship about a man and, and, and his nephew, but it deals with everything really. It's about life. It's about, you know, the whole sort of line, come on, come on, is about like what's the point necessarily in planning what's going to happen in life because mm. you don't know what's going to happen in no. life and anything could come um, around and and ruin your plans and you know you've just got to keep on going you know mm. lovely messages in there yeah the cinematography is beautiful as I said it's all black and white and and the images that um, director captures just on film is just are just beautiful they're otherworldly there's this great shot in the trailer where they work walking under and these trees in in central park i think it is and, and they look alien they're just they're just beautiful um and then you've got the performances obviously joaquin phoenix i'm not sure he's going to get the same recognition as joker no. which is a shame but it's a completely different performance yeah. um and then you've got woody norman and like child actors either hit mm, or miss yeah and he just hits it like he is mm. so good in this film he he's not just sort of like being like the cheesy oh, i'm a naughty kid sort of thing yeah. you know he has depth yeah. and he brings he that nuance depth. Yeah, yeah exactly to the screen really beautifully and the chemistry is there um between obviously phoenix um and norman as well which is which is key so for me it just hits it just ticks all the boxes. What's great to see mm. is I've seen so many people on Twitter, especially when the Golden Globes was announced, mm. saying, where is, come on, come on. Like, yeah. it seems to have found a really, like, big audience. Who, who's People who've seen it, like, mm. seem to really love it. But I don't think it's going to get acknowledged at all no. uh, come come February and, and in the award circuit, which is a shame. Mm. Um, but, you know, it doesn't make me love it any less. Yeah. I just think it ticks all the boxes. It's a beautiful piece of work. And, um, you know, it, I, like I said, I was in a bad place when I went to watch it. Mm. And honestly, I know it sounds strange, but mm. when I came out, I felt a lot better and um yeah it's just you know i'll, I'll always remember that film oh, for that yes. so yeah so come on come on is my film of 2021 oh i'm really glad and you're right and i think it speaks a lot about indie cinema yeah um, and how i think you know at the time we're recording this um spider-man no way home is out it's made a tremendous amount of money. Huge. Which is great for cinema. Yes. But a lot of people are worried now that is cinema going to be just occupied by big blockbusters? Yeah. And I found personally over the last year and a half with COVID, studios have shipped their indie films to streaming. Yes. 
and leaving very little space for them. And it's been filled with sequels, remakes, reboots mm-hmm. um, because they make the money. Yeah. And it's really nice to see a film like this coming out. Saying that, it was gone within a week. Because I, I, I tried to watch, I honestly tried to watch. I think the only show was really early or really late. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and you're right, it's on streaming in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, and it's like, and it's it's so difficult because I do believe there are certain films like Come On, Come On and Waves. Like, oh my gosh, if I hadn't seen Waves in the cinema yeah. and be would transported that in that way, I wouldn't have, you know? Exactly. Stick Adam Family 2 on streaming, you know? <laughs> exactly. Make people, nobody should pay for that. <laughs> nobody should. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so that's my film of mm. 2021. I've obviously mentioned In the Heights in the number two. A mm. couple of honourable mentions. Uh, the Father, Minari, mm. Promising Young Woman, mm. Last Night in Soho. Mm. Really loved that. Yeah, good. Uh, Supernova. I love Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Dune. Um, Shang-Chi. Uh, West Side Story. These mm. are all great films. And The Mitchells versus The Machines as well. Yes. That's an honourable mention too but here we go what is so it's a change from so it's not eddie is hard running around the field it's not i'm sorry eddie um no or no no he ran down the pier about five times as well <laughs> he did, yeah it really transported me that to um yeah uh, yeah excellent <laughs> um so i have had a change um to my best film is a film we've already discussed on the show, Ooh. which I, I didn't want. I wanted it to be something new, but I couldn't hide this. Um, so my favourite film of the year. Dun, 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 oh, no. No Time to Die is my favourite film of the no. year. Yeah. I was wow. I, And the thing is that we did a Bond show and I was like so enthusiastic. And then the two guests that we had weren't <laughs> as much. So basically I went first and I went, oh, I loved it. And then they all went, huh, that's nice. <laughs> We're glad you enjoyed it. We're glad you enjoyed it, but let's get... And so, yeah, I absolutely adored No Time to Die. Obviously, Craig's last Bond film, delay after delay. I was really worried. I'm so glad it came out when it came out, though. Breaking box office records. Unfortunately, Spider-Man is going to, like, spit on and go and watch us now. But um, I think what it did really well is it united a country together. It, It brought back cinema. Um, I think I'm so glad it was delayed. I'm glad it didn't get released last yeah. year because I think it would have done terrible. And it's something, again, very, very anticipated. Um, Craig's last Bond film, tremendous cast here. Um, and obviously the story with this one takes place kind of near after Spectre, which I'd only seen a few days before. Not a big fan of that. So I was very worried um, about this. So Bond has left the Secret Service. However, a couple of years later, Felix Leiter, who you know from the Bond series, comes to his aid. He asks for his help. Um, to join the CIA to basically go against MI6, so he has to choose sides, um, to stop a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. That sounds very familiar, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Played by Rami Malek. Here's a clip. The name's Bond. James Bond. be able to get into a room with the enemy. Now they're just floating in the ether. Oh my God, target enough people. And the people become the weapon. What is it? You don't know what this is. Who is he?
That was a clip there from No Time to Die. I'm not going to take long on this because we did discuss it on our Bond special. We did, we did. Um, but just to say, I from the first minute to the last minute, I was absolutely immersed, enthralled. My heart was going, my palms were sweaty. Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> and uh, my girlfriend and I watched the opening night and we left and I was near crying because I think it's just... It's done so many favours for cinema. I think it's a tremendous Bond film. Not quite my favourite. I think Skyfall is still up there, but it's in my top three Bond films of all time, which is, is a really difficult thing to do. Oh, Anna de Armas in this. Oh, my goodness. He's, she's just incredible. She's not on it for long, but it's tastefully done. I love the storyline. Again, it's difficult because there is so much exposition with the Bond film. Yeah. I thought it handled it really well. It's a long film, but for me, it flew by. And I thought it just kind of utilized all the cast really well the action set pieces are incredible i mean you feel every bang every explosion every gunshot um and again the pacing is just terrific and i absolutely loved it i think craig should be proud i think the whole bond team should be proud because they've really ended on the high where is bond going to go from here we don't know i'm excited to find out really excited to find out because i think it's going to enter a new chapter hopefully one that fans will really take to so I absolutely love it. I know it's on PVOD. I know you can buy it at home now. It's still in cinemas too. So <laughs> three months down the line, and that kind of goes show, doesn't it? But, you know, I know Spider-Man will be the headline, but I do think we need to recognise what No Time to Die has done for cinemas. Definitely. It did bring people yeah. back into cinemas. Yeah. And I think, Dan, you've made my brothers very happy oh, here good. because I got a lot of abuse yesterday when they found out I gave Spider-Man five stars and Bond four. Yes, yeah, so they were should. like, They were like, we only gave Bond four. I mean, are you British? <laughs> but no, um, no i agree you know i i thought it was great i i really enjoyed it i think it was a great swan song to bond's bot uh daniel craig's bond i think it's great that those films mm. are self-contained and have a beginning middle and an end and then from there they can just do whatever they want again and reboot it as opposed to pretend you know, that the next Bond is the same Bond that we've seen before. Mm. Doors wide open. Um, I will be sad to see the rest of the cast go, the supporting cast go. Mm. Um, and I think they will go because yeah. I don't think you can bring them back now that the sort of door's been shut yeah. on that chapter. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. The action sequences were fab and Hans Zimmer's score yeah. is up there with one of the best pieces of uh, cinema music that there's been um, this year, I mean, I, I felt it in my bones. I was like shaking in the cinema. Mm, and that, I and felt that final it in sequence. my bones. <laughs> um, so yeah, great choice. Uh, mm. That took me completely by surprise. Again, it was really close this year. So a couple of frontrunners, Dune was very, Ooh, very close. Okay. Um, Dream Horse was Ooh. really close. You know, that, that was my frontrunner for a long I time. I knew that you loved that, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, again, made me really proud to be Welsh, to be honest. Um, profile, did you ever see that? I didn't see Profile. Oh, my gosh, just nail-biting tension. So good. Um, and tackled a really difficult subject matter, like really in kind of a, a thrilling way mm. and not kind of bought it off. Um, Shang-Chi, love Shang-Chi. Uh, Freaky. Freaky was oh, terrific. I think the most fun we've had. It this was, year. yeah. Because again, I didn't expect much. Our ladies did not expect to like that at all. Yeah. We've had Tulula Grieve on the show. Shout Excellent. out to Tulula. Yeah. Um, Nomadland. I know that was early in the year. Malignant. I yes. thought was just excellent. 
Reminiscence, I really, really enjoyed. I know some people didn't. And yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home just missed out the top 10 there. I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, just, I think, really excellent films this year. It, it has been, yeah. There have been a good few choices. Yeah. And as we did last year, mm. if you want to see our full top 10, mm. um, you can check us out on uh, our Twitter and Instagrams mm. and Facebooks um, on New Year's uh, Eve, where we'll be putting our full uh, top 10 films of 2021. But we've also had other people share their thoughts, haven't we? Absolutely. So, yeah, we put this on our Twitter page. Uh, you can follow us at DJ Film Show. We wanted to know your favourite or least favourite films of the year. Um, so this is um, What About the Twinkie? Um, at the Twinkie Thing has written, one of my least favourite films of 2021 has to be Wrath of Man. Uh, which I've not seen you see. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. liked it. Alongside In the Earth, which I can have uh, not yeah, seen. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. I thought it was sort of weak, yeah. His favourite favourites were Promising Young Young Woman, Excellent, Malignant, Last Night in So. Yes, Twinkie, come on. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, I enjoyed that, I yeah. didn't watch it. And Spider-Man, uh, the recent Spider-Man. Um, Josh Barton at Barton2410. He's given us loads. That is top 16, is bottom 16. And um, we'll just mention his, his best, his favourite of the year is Sound of Metal. Good choice. Uh, good Claire Vaughan uh, on our Oscar panel. She loved that. Yeah. Um, and some of his worst lockdown, which we mentioned. Yeah. Cinderella with Camila Cabello. Twist. Twist. That was a funny oh, one, was wasn't funny. it? With oh, Jude and Yeah. Daniel Henshaw at author Henshaw. He's put favourites. Luca. Ciao. Silencio, Bruno. Um, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Yes. No good nerves. choice. Um, the Night House. Yes. Mm. Very good. I Quiet Place that. 2. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fine. Um, worst. Wrong Turn. Mm, mm. I, I enjoyed that. Um, in the Earth as well. Not yeah. getting a lot of praise. Yeah, not getting a lot of praise. I need to watch that. Um, old, which I disagree I, with. I thought that was okay, yeah, actually. I, do too. I enjoyed that. I know um, John Barrowman didn't like it, but... Uh... <laughs> yes, he wanted his money back, didn't he? Um, and finally, Woman in the Window. So there we are. Not alone oh, on that. There we go. Not alone there. Uh, I'm an Amy Adams stan, so I'll, I'll support her on yes. this. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for getting in touch. Um, as always, if you want to... Um, Follow us on social media. You can catch us at DJ Film Show on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also catch us on Facebook under the Dan and Joe Film Show. Let us know what you think of uh, the films coming out. And uh, obviously you can catch all of our old episodes on Mixcloud, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, here's to 2022. That's it. That's Bye another me. year done. That's another year done. done. And oh. um, yeah, a shout out to, um, you know, the Twinkie thing and Josh Barton as mm. well. Um, in particularly, you know, they've been massive support to the show yeah. um, over the last 12 months and to all our listeners yeah. who've, uh, who've checked in and, uh, and and had a listen to the shows. It's, uh, it's much appreciated. Mm. And um, yeah, we're excited for 2022. We are. Um, you know, we've got some plans in place. Uh, we're getting excited about, you know, who might be coming on the show mm. and what the shows might end up being. And um, yeah, exciting times ahead, I think. Yeah, but again, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to all our guests and interviews that we've had this year. Yes, yes. We are very grateful. Have a lovely new year. Happy new year, everybody. Here's to a safe and happy 2022. 
not like uh, the previous. We're going to go into the show being like, oh, fresh year. I you love start- you because you're so positive, mm-hmm. even though everything around you might be showing yeah. as pessimistic. Yeah. You're still so positive. So Mental. I'm going to go with you and mm-hmm. think 2022. Yeah. Let's put 2021 being an awful, awful year. Mm-hmm. Put it to bed. Yeah. 2022 is going to, we're going to yeah. smash it. 2021 is bedtime now, isn't it? Go to it's- bed. Get out. Get, get out of bed. Get out of here. Um, thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year, and we'll see you all very, very soon. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.